I kind of want to go a little bit more controversial. For instance, for me as a female rapper, I don't have a lot of examples in Christian rap for success. So the wow. only examples I have are not following God at all. For today's episode, I am so excited. I am bringing on Wande, who is a Christian female hip-hop artist, rapper. We actually go way back. We knew each other back in college. We were in the same Christian sorority. She has blown up and she is crushing it. And I absolutely love her music. She has so many incredible songs. I'm actually going to feature one in today's episode. And I reached out to her because I was like, I just want to see what is it like being a female Christian rapper? Like, I don't know anyone else doing that literally besides her. So we had an incredible conversation of the music industry, how it is now, um, kind of controversies around Christian, you know, worship leaders and artists. And she even shares a story about how she almost got human trafficked, which is freaking insane. So we go into it this episode. She has so much wisdom, so much knowledge, and I'm excited to have you guys listen to our conversation. So let's just get right into today's episode. All right, Wande, welcome to Happy and Healthy. How are you doing today? I'm excited to be here. I'm doing good. It's so fun to see you again um, because I don't know if people know, but you and I go way back college days. We're Phylam girls. So back in the day, we both went to the University of Texas, hook them horns. And uh, we were both in Phylam together, which is where I met you way back in the day. And you were still doing music back then, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you were doing music and I was doing YouTube. And um, did you did you stay in Phylam the, all, all the semesters or did you, how long were you in that for? I did. I, I kind of dwindled in my participation, but I was still like a part of it. Yeah. Throughout the various years. Yeah. I only did, um, I did one semester and then I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then I ended up like just going <laughs> inactive. Like I became active and it was great and all, but I just didn't have time yeah. with like the YouTube stuff. So it's like yeah. really fun, uh, getting just to see, how far you've come. Um, I think both you and I, like we're very much into this uh, social media industry, but you more do music. And so I'd yeah. love for you just to kind of introduce yourself to my listeners that maybe don't know who you are. Yeah. Well, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm glad to be a part of the pod. Um, my name is Wande and I'm a Christian hip hop artist. So it's really cool because I get to use music to share my faith and spread the gospel. But at the same time, you know, you get hip hop, you get the you get the beats, you get the raps and all of that and all the fun that comes along with it. Yes. And you are incredibly talented. I mean, I started like stalking your page more, I would say in the last like two years and your music is literally incredible. Like I'm always, I've been someone that's always loved rap and obviously like as you grow your faith and you start to listen to more mainstream rap, you're like, uh, yeah. it's probably not the best thing to listen to. And so it's really yeah. cool getting to see you and like other Christian hip hop artists pop up where you're like, oh, okay. Like you can listen to this music and it can still be God glorifying. And so I'm just like really thankful that there's people like you in the space that are doing that. And I actually wanted to play uh, a part of your song. I just was jamming out to it earlier. Um, I was listening to the song um, Encore, so I'm just going to play a sample for people to listen yeah. that maybe don't know who you are. They say it's your time, what you waiting for? Meet me 
It's so good, y'all. It's so good. I, I'm obsessed. I literally listened to it three times in a row before this podcast. Hey. <laughs> You're crushing it. Okay, so tell me everything because I obviously haven't seen you since college and you've just been crushing it. I've seen you doing stuff with Maverick City. You've been doing stuff with Lecrae. So tell me the journey of how this happened because I know it's not easy getting into the music world. What was that process like? How hard is it? And on top of that, you're a female Christian hip hop artist. Tell me more about that journey. So definitely was a, a difficult journey. I think the biggest thing though, in anybody's journey is just having faith. And so I'm actually am grateful for people even like you, because seeing people who are actually doing what they love to do and non-traditional careers is actually encouraging along the journey. So it was even cool, like running into you and Phi Lam and how you were editing your video. And it's like, oh yeah, I really do this, man. <laughs> and so that was even really beautiful. Um, but yeah, so my journey towards the end of college was actually kind of like the catalyst of whenever things started like getting real. Um, so my junior year in college, I actually um, applied for an internship to work at Reach Records. It was very interesting because the internship said, oh, if you're a rapper, don't apply. But I was like, I'm just not going to be a rapper this summer. I'm just going to do my job. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was like, hey, we don't have to talk about that. We just, just show up to work. And so um, luckily I ended up getting the scholarship. And then um, even the college I was in, um, Moody, they had like a random scholarship that was specifically for people doing music um, who wanted to go out of state. So even God like orchestrated that. Um, so I was able to go to Atlanta and I interned there. And so it was interesting because I thought in my head, oh, you know, someone's going to discover me. It's kind of like you're like, oh, I'm going to be at the grocery store, grocery store. And someone's going to say I'm a singer and I'm going to change my life. But I was like, OK, someone's going to discover me while I'm here and my life's going to change. But that didn't happen. Um, and so but they really liked me and they really liked my work ethic. They thought I was really smart. So I went back to finish my senior year and they offered me a job to uh, work there full time after graduation. So I ended up working there in the A&R department. And meanwhile, I was still working on my music personally, though. So I was still recording songs, still putting them out, you know, and promoting them on socials to the best of my ability. Um, and so after working there for about six months, meanwhile, I didn't know that there was people who were actually watching me in the building, just observing my character, observing my work ethic, observing my belief in myself of like, if do, did I really believe in myself to keep putting out music? Um, and yeah, they were having background conversations, back and forth debates. And um, yeah, after six months, I was actually offered a contract um, with Reach. Um, so that's Lecrae's label. And so that's kind of like where my professional music career like catapulted to like a real career career for real. Um, and that's when things started. That was actually like 2019. And from there, it's been a cool journey. Um, I learned a lot over the time period, um, I've gotten to work with a lot of cool people, like such as Lecrae, such as Maverick City. Um, and I think I've just grown every step of the way. Um, I've gotten to go on some tours with them as well, which has been super fun. Yeah, it's just unbelievable um, just seeing like, wow, like all these people like really listen to the music and it really affects their lives. And I think it's been cool. It's just seeing like my past life before all this happened really prepared me. Um, for this season of my life prepared me for my walk with God, really standing firm in who I believe and what I believe um, and just really standing firm in who I am. And it's just been a cool journey. We get to create songs all the time. I get to make songs full time for a living. I get to set my schedule. And yeah, I think God just continues to open doors that I could never 
ask for and I just say, you know what, we're going to walk through them. And it's been really cool to seeing the journey continue from there. I love that. I honestly am like really inspired by the way that you are giving God glory, because I think a lot of people could be like, yeah, like, I'm so amazing. Look what I did. And it's, yeah, you're like, mm, look what I did, my songs. And you're genuinely like, it's so cool to see how your character and how you were willing to kind of like lay down some of your needs and your desires and you were patient in the process. And that's when God uplifted you and and was like, okay, now you're ready. Because I think a lot of people want to rush the process. Like, no, I'm ready now. I want to be famous now. And God's like, wait, 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 like slow down, girl. And it's really cool how, you know, I, I think people were, they just want to get to the stardom. They want to get to the finish line. They want to get there. And you're like, I'm going to serve. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to let people see me for who I am. And that's exactly what happened. And I think God is the one that will uplift you. He will prepare you and, and put you on the stage when he finds you to be ready. And so I think yeah. that's just like a really cool testimony to you is that sometimes you've got to just do the things you don't necessarily want to do. You do the job, you do the mundane, you show up and let your character speak for itself and your talent, your talent will speak for itself. So I think that's just a really cool thing that you did. Yeah, it's definitely just a beautiful journey in general. And I think it's even really dope. Like as you were saying, like God uplifting you, because I feel like that's a reoccurring pattern in my life, but I feel like that's the most powerful way and the best way to attain success because whenever it does happen, it's undeniable. Mm -hmm. No one can take it away from you. I think the Bible even talks about like whenever you achieve success in a way um, that's with God, there's no um, add, there's like, there's no addition of sorrow with, you know, your wealth or whatever that comes with you. There's no, um, yeah, it's just joy. And so I feel like that's even better too, because with the success I attained, I didn't have to compromise who I was. So there's no addition of sorrow with what I'm doing. It's just a joyful experience. I can truly, yeah, I can just truly fully enjoy it. It's not just like, oh, I'm like sinning in the route to get here. So it's like, right. oh, I'm happy. But at the same time, I know like I'm convicted. Which is so crazy because I think if you were in the traditional Hollywood route, you tend, you tend to have to compromise or you tend to have to sell something to get somewhere. And, you know, the Bible says like, what is it to gain the whole world if you lose your soul? And I mean, we'll talk about this later in the episode. Cause like, I want to get to this, but you know, I've seen it a lot in Hollywood where people are like, Oh, I had to sell everything. I had to sign a blood contract. I had to sacrifice something to get to this. And I think whenever you are following God and you are following the passions that God's given you, you're not going to have to compromise all these things. You're not going to have to sacrifice and sell your soul and sell your soul to the devil to get where he wants you to go. Because what you're doing is you're using your gift for God's glory, which is what we should all be doing. And I think that's, what's so cool is that, you know, I, I, I remember in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, like Christian hip hop, like not, not it for me. And I remember Lecrae was like probably the first person that I was like, oh, this is possible. And I think it's like really become a thing, but I'm not seeing Christian female hip hop artists. So what is that like being a female in the industry when that's not very popular? Yeah, I feel like I've started to experience what it's like being like the oldest child. So <laughs> for me growing up, I was always the youngest. So like everything was already done for me. Like the the it's already been paved, you know, the parents already healed, all of that. So for me, I think it's been very interesting of like, I'm the first for a lot of things. So people are figuring things out still. There's a lot of apologies along the way, but also a lot of fun experiences along the way. So um, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. I think there's a responsibility because there are other women who I advocate for 
as I'm continuing to grow and as I'm continuing to develop and there's certain things I have to go through that they will never have to go through. But I think I just consider it an honor that, you know, God has entrusted me with, you know, this honor. Um, but I also still advocate for other women. So I have some new songs coming out soon Yay. that will be featuring other women. So that way more people can be introduced to the other women in our space. And people are dope. Like they're actually really talented. And so I'm excited just for other people's careers to spring up and just for us to have more diversity too in terms of like, oh, do I want to listen to a hype or do I want to listen to chill? Like yeah. there's a variety of any woman you want to listen to. I love that you're so willing to encourage other females though, because you know, in this industry as well with social media and all the music, like it's so easy to try to suppress somebody else to get where you want to go or to be like, oh no, 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 there's, there's not enough room for all of us. And it's like, wait, 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 no, no, no. There's enough room for all of us on this stage. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, but what are some of the challenges that you face that not a lot of people see? Because as we know, there's so much more behind the scenes to social media. As a Christian female rapper or hip hop artist, is there a difference? Like, do you mind? Is it rapper, hip hop artist? How do you prefer to be categorized? They're both, they're both cool. They're okay, both cool. okay, dope. Yeah, yeah. So what are the challenges that people don't see? Yeah, I would say one is like, I really have to prioritize my mental health because sometimes I, you know, we talk about the soft girl era. Yeah. So I really want to be in my soft girl era. Like, I'm just like, I'm not trying to like fight every day. Um, but just because I'm the first in so many things, I would say one thing that a lot of people don't see is like, I have to advocate for myself all the time all the time and like educate people all the time. And even my manager, she goes to the most of it because my manager is the one who is yeah. like, sorry girl, I love you sis, keep room for But yeah, I would say that's one thing a lot of people don't see. They just see like the fun part after maybe negotiations are done or they see the fun part after we're on stage, but they don't see like, oh, like these people were not gonna give us our own dressing room and they were just gonna be like, oh, just figure it out with the men or, mm. oh, like, you know, yeah, they just don't see like certain things of like, hey, can you give me an extra couple of minutes so I can do my makeup and not set the times like right there? Like, I'd rather not just show up on stage looking ratchet. So like, yeah, we don't they don't see like the the conversations I have to have with people just to like get basic needs as a woman, just because they never had to think about that. Because with other guys, they just wake up and they're like, oh, yeah, I look good. I'm showing up mm. on stage in my T-shirt. But for me, it's like, no, I got to make sure I brush my hair, you know. Make sure I look decent. You know, I can't just pull up. And so, and then even just realizing too, if you do like real makeup, that might also be like an hour of yeah. hair, your makeup, all of that. Yeah. And it's like, it's not just a 10 minute thing, guys. I love y'all, but it's not. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think just like they don't see like the conversations that can just be annoying to have over and over and over and over of basic needs um that might happen just in terms of just advocating for yourself and not just being like oh it's whatever because sometimes like I'm chill and I'm like oh it's whatever but then it's like nah like this is this is reasonable this is a reasonable ask and so yeah I think sometimes I have to advocate for a lot or yeah I think a lot of times people don't see how much I have to advocate for myself all the time and how tiring and taxing that can be on a person um but I still have to show up and be happy for my fans, for my supporters, for everyone, even whenever I just personally would prefer to be in my soft girl era and not have to do that <laughs> every day. But yeah, I think that's one thing a lot of people don't see. Yeah, that totally makes sense because it, it really, it, you are paving the way in a lot of time and a lot of like scenes. So they're like, oh wait, we're not used to this. So props on you for paving the way because in some senses, yeah, you're kind of probably having to 
educate some people or be like, okay, hey, actually, no, we're doing this different or I am a female, so we're not the same as men, you know? So props to you for taking that, which I know is frustrating probably, but in some senses, yeah, you're paving the way for some people. So like good on you for doing that. And this podcast is sponsored by Thrive Market. Guys, we're big Thrive Market people because at the end of the day, time is money and being healthy to us in 2024 is so essential to our well-being. I'm running a marathon. Janine is launching a book, which is so crazy. Uh, so we have meetings after meetings and time is money. So that's why we use Thrive Market. It's our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials and getting everything online then quickly shipped to our doorstep is just such a huge time saver. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time. They even have my favorite freaking protein bars, uh, New Go Chocolate Pretzel. I eat them before every single workout, save over 30% each order. So when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy. Thrivemarket.com slash healthy. Back to the show. What were some things like in the beginning that you probably faced? Because I'm sure when you were in college, like kind of like me because I was doing YouTube and I kind of kept it on the low because I was embarrassed and I was like, nobody watched my videos, but were you ever like, were you ever like embarrassed to admit it? Or would you ever fa- like face self doubt or did anyone ever be like, that's, you're never going to go anywhere. Like, what was that like with people? Yeah, I think that was definitely a thing, especially being Nigerian. So uh, I went to a Nigerian church and sometimes my aunties would be like, oh, you're still doing the rapping thing. And they'd be like, oh, bless your bless your heart, girl. And I'm like, it's not a joke to me. This is real life. Um, So I think there were some moments where some people were like, oh, this is a phase or like she's going to grow out of it. But yeah, it was very serious to me. And so kind of similar to you, sometimes I wouldn't talk about it with certain people. Um, even my parents, like I never ever had a conversation where I sat down and I was like, I want to be a rapper, mom. I just did it. So I never like, I just went to school. So all they knew was I was going to school and I like doing rapping things at talent shows, but they didn't know like, oh, like she wants to do this as a career. Like they could infer from my actions, but we never explicitly had that combo just because it was so like special to me. And I was like, I don't have time for, you know, doubts to enter this uh, circle. <laughs> no negativity. <laughs> so- <laughs> Yeah. And so for me, it was just more of a it's me and God and my journal and my actions. And that was kind of like what my journey looked like. Mm, That's a bar because I mean, same thing for me. I would always people would be like, wait, you do YouTube. I remember like at UT, I would not tell a soul. And if they found out I was mortified, I I was like, pretend plead the fifth didn't exist. Like I wanted to run away and hide in a hole because I was so embarrassed. But, you know, I remember feeling a couple times and maybe you did. You're like, oh, like, should I do this? Is this for me? But there's always that little ping in your spirit where you're like, no, I know that God is going to use this somehow. And it was the same thing for me. It was me, my journal, my prayer closet. And it's like, look where we are now. It's so cool to see. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of want to go a little bit more controversial (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you can get as deep as you want or not as deep, but. 
I feel like I've seen the Christian um, music world become a little secular or it's also become a little controversial as well, where we're seeing certain artists fall or people are letting the fame get to their heads or their numbers are growing and they're blowing up. And it's like, okay, is this about Jesus anymore? Or is this about you? How do you feel like a, you handle that personally of not letting it either get to your head or because it is a weird dichotomy because you're like, well, I am making the music. This is a gift. But then it's like, OK, no, but God gave me this gift and I'm still supposed to use my gift to honor the Lord. How do you kind of stay grounded and humble with the fame and the followers, but still keeping it Christ centered? Yeah, I think that whole struggle and that whole duality um, is something that comes from you really have to know who you are and have a personal relationship with God and let your leadership for what you're going to say on your music come from that and not from other people's opinions. I find that things start getting diluted or people start wavering when you're looking this way, like you're looking horizontally and not upwardly. Mm. Um, and I think social media is a big factor in that. And comparison is a big factor in that. So you may see that if for instance, for me as a female rapper, I don't have a lot of examples in Christian rap for success. So the wow. only examples I have are not following God at all. So then that can come to me where I could get lost in the sauce if it's like, okay, well, Lotto's doing this and that's how she got successful. Or, you know, Cardi's doing this and that's how she got successful. And this is what she talks about. This is her structure for her songs that keep performing well. And even like I'm signed to a label. So even the label might be like, hey, these are the songs that perform the best from female rappers and these are the structures of their songs. And so sometimes it may be innocent in terms of like, they're like, Hey, just, um, cause I know at one point a critique on one of my songs were, which is so funny, but it was like, Hey, I know you talk about God all the time, but I want you to put some life, like some of your personal life in there, which is a good critique. But then also if that, then if then that's filtered through the lens of female rappers who are not following God, their description of their life might just be all the material things they own. Like, oh, yeah, my purse. Oh, yeah, my yeah. whatever. And so it might be innocent of like, hey, I'm just trying to follow my instructions that my label gave me to add more of my personal life and the things I've been purchasing or whatever into my music. But then you realize, oh, wait, now this is becoming more vain and glorifying material items instead of glorifying God. So then it's also finding a way to talk about your life, but talk about my life more of what I'm going through instead of what I own. Um, and yeah, I think also just comparison, because then if one person does that and they become successful, then you start looking at them and say, well, that's the way you get successful versus being like, let me just follow God and see what God says is the way. Um, I think one of my friends, he's actually doing this very well, though. Um, one of my friends, Hovey, um, he's really passionate about his, his walk with God and like he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. And very worship oriented and it's really beautiful because now he's blowing up and it's been really beautiful seeing that because I feel like now he can influence the culture to be like hey you don't have to talk about all these different things to blow up I'm literally talking about God and um, putting it clearly upward and it's working so let's all continue to do that and even if the numbers don't reflect the certain way like you know everybody God has a particular path for everyone God has a particular level of financial success that maybe someone may attain, but you have to just know what is for you is for you and be content in that and find contentment. Mm, that's really good. Yeah. I think, um, it's cool when you get to talk to someone like one-on-one -on -one because 
you know, online people you've seen probably the comments, some Christians be wild. Like you read the comments and you're like, whoa, Becky, you need to go back to your prayer closet because you are mean. And they're the most judgmental sometimes, which I wish we weren't, but I get it because, you know, Christians are, we're called to call out other Christians, but it's hard when you don't know the person's life. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, um, popular worship leaders that are blowing up on social media and people are commenting like, oh, you're doing this for yourself or for money and fame and followers and blah, blah, blah. And it's hard because it's like, but we don't know what their private life looks like. And I mean, I think what's hard for me personally is I'm like, dang, I don't know what their private life looks like. So it's, it's super easy to admire the person on the stage and they're worshiping and they're leading. And my prayer always is like, oh man, I really, really hope behind the scenes they are spending time with the Lord. I really pray that they are surrendered and following him. But I guess like, could you give us behind the scenes of the music world and the Christian music world, because I think I'm seeing people either fall or people are getting mad or they're condemning them. And I'm like, wait, we don't know them. So what are the behind the scenes that you're seeing that maybe the public eye isn't? Yeah. I think you have all spectrums. It's just like high school. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got all spectrums. You have people who are really sold out and devoted to the Lord and really are living what they're saying 24 seven you also have people who are kind of scary and it's like, wow, you make the most beautiful worship songs I've ever heard in my life and you do not respect people at all. <laughs> and oh, so, no. yeah, I think you have both worlds. I know for me in like the pandemic era and even sometimes now that was a lot to navigate. Um, Cause like once upon a time I was even doing like a reality show and it was very hard to navigate with some of these girls where I was like, wow, you make amazing songs, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the way you treat people was not uh, correlating. And so it was very hard for me to navigate in terms of I literally see their songs changing people's lives, bringing people closer to God. Or sometimes they'll have a moment where God speaks to them and I literally see God speak to them and he's changing lives and they're saying something wise. But then 30 minutes later, it's like, oh, I don't respect anybody here. It's me. It's all about me. I don't care about anybody else. And it's just like, yeah, it was a very hard to navigate of like, dang, God, like, this is hard, but then this is also still your child. And so you can choose to bless your child how you want to bless your child. If your child is still growing in that area, they can still have massive success while they're still growing. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a lot to navigate in terms of like, oh, God, like, why is this? Why is life like this? But I had to just kind of come to terms with everybody's God's child, everybody has their own personal walk. Everybody's still growing. Some people may make the decision not to follow God and to lean into their pride. And all we can do for them is just to pray, even if they still receive success in the midst of that. But yeah, the most we can do is pray and with our lives, choose to still live for God. And maybe that'll just influence them and convict them along the way to Mm. let go of what they're doing and start respecting people. But yeah. No, I think that's a great, great perspective, honestly. And yeah, really what you can only hope is like, God, even if maybe this person is starting to wander, like I pray that their their music or their message is still blessing people, which it sounds like it is. Cause I mean, there are some pastors that obviously have struggled or fallen or whatever. I don't really like using the word fallen, but have mm-hmm. gone through some things and people are still very much blessed by their 
previous messages. And so God can, I guess, still be used even if the person might be struggling offline. But, you know, yeah. I think that is like somewhere, something that I personally struggle with as I'm like, man, if, if we're going to be on stage proclaiming these things and doing these things, like I, I pray this person is living this out offline and off stage as well. So I think that's where it's a little bit of a tension where it's like, man, God, like, I know that you've gifted this person, but they're not following that. And so, but I think it's also biblical in the sense that God does expose people. He bring thing, he brings yeah. things to the light. So it's like, it's not our responsibility to call people out or to tell anyone else, expose them online. It's like, God will do that. He's in the business of showing people's character or ourselves. We expose ourselves a lot of the times. So yeah, I really like that perspective a lot. The next thing I want to talk to you about is I think I sent you a TikTok and it, it's just kind of talking about secular music and how the secular music has gotten like really, really dark. And you being in the, you know, the music world and all the things, I guess just kind of what are your thoughts on the the popular artists we're seeing today like doja cat or beyonce or people that are people are saying all these conspiracy theories of like oh they're sold to the illuminati and they're devil worshipers like what are your thoughts of just seeing this online and even being in it what, what are you seeing and thinking yeah i think it's uh i think it's really sad i think i think i think i feel like it's like harder than ever uh for christians to live on earth and be a christian who loves music because I feel like we're in an era where music is so good, but people are doing things that are so blatantly disrespectful to God. And so literally we're left where it's like, hey, you need to make a choice. And sometimes it's like, God, this is so hard because I love this person, but they're clearly being disrespectful. Um, And so I think it's, yeah, I think it's just really sad, honestly, that so many artists are choosing the route of disrespecting God to be more famous and to kind of what's the word? Um, I don't know, like meme culture or just kind of like, yeah, just playing a, a character just to get attention. Um, but some people are really also into that. Um, and so I just think it's sad that, you know, people who are really into the dark side are being elevated. Um, however, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, God will always prevail. Uh, I think as Christians, even though it's hard, you know, we do need to try our hardest to abstain from listening to artists who are clearly going the opposite direction and refrain from supporting artists who are going the opposite direction. I think sometimes we'll fall just because, you know, the songs are catchy. Yeah. Um, but I think I think we have to try our hardest to no longer kind of participate in those things. I think the beauty is to and the challenge is with Christian artists to strive our hardest as well to produce with excellence so that way christians don't have to feel like they're missing out you know yeah so it's like hey you know we got all this so i think it's a call too for if even anybody who's listening if god is calling you to be a christian artist and you're gifted go out there develop your talent you know figure out who you can link with in your city so that way you can start um releasing music as well but yeah i just think it's really sad some people are doing it for attention some people are even deceived and they're doing it because I know like Beyonce, like I feel like she feels like she's getting closer to her African roots. Um, however, some people don't realize like, oh, your ancestors were still worshiping idols. Mm. And so it's like, even though you want to get closer to your African roots, um, me being Nigerian, I'm fully aware that like, hey, some of my ancestors were worshiping idols. And even in the Bible with the Israelites, it, they were like, oh, let, like, let's just go back. Like, it was better. Like, at least like we weren't suffering in the wilderness. And it's like, no, 
y'all were worshiping idols y'all were in slavery y'all were in bondage let's not go back yeah um and so i think sometimes we can just get lost in the sauce maybe because life is a little bit harder but yeah i think some people are just deceived and they think that they're doing a good thing but they have so much influence over so many people that it's like hey you're literally an advocate and a billboard for idol worshiping right now and that's not okay and god clearly makes it clear that he does not like idol worship um and yeah i'm just I think the most we can do is pray. And then when God places us in certain rooms, tell them the truth. Um, yeah. But the most we can do is pray for people and to continue to tell the truth on our platforms and just, yeah, alert people to like, hey, like, I know you want to get connected to your roots, but hey, get connected to the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can still love your ancestors, but also not engage in the idol worship that they were participating in and different things like that. Mm, that's really, really good. Yeah. It's really hard though, because, you know, music has such a power to change your mood and make you excited or feel a certain way. I mean, that's why we love music so much. It's like, it could get you so freaking hyped or it can make you feel depressed, you know? And yeah. I think that is just kind of the call to action to people listening is to be careful what we're consuming because music does have an undertone, whether we want to admit it or not, it's giving us messages. There's certain vibrations in music that, you know, I do think are more spiritual. I mean, literally Satan was, he was a worship leader or he was like a, what did he do? He created music in heaven. Yeah. They like his whole body was made of instruments and everything. Yeah. And so it's like, well, there's no, it's no wonder why the enemy uses music so much. And I'm just seeing this become so prevalent with like Lil Nas and Doja Cat and like Demi Lovato, like all these symbols and signs. And it's like using, it's a uh, sacrilegious and just using God's symbols as something to mock. And it's just really, really sad. And so it's hard for me because even though like I love the music so much and I'm like jamming out to it in the car, my spirit, it's like almost like, mm -mm -mm, girlfriend, you better turn that off real fast. And I'm like, okay, okay, go on. Yeah. And I like turn it off and I'm like, like start. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. Cause I really like it. You know, like I got invited to a Drake concert last week and it was really, really hard to say no, but I was like, I've got to be careful. I can't, you know, promote these things sometimes. And so it's hard because I guess also answer this for me. Like, how do you find that balance? Like, do you listen to secular music? Do you listen to secular rap anymore? Or have you kind of cut that off or how do you balance that? Yeah, it's a journey for me every day. I think God has given me a clear answer to no longer support it. Mm -hmm. I'm still human. So, and then obviously I'm on TikTok and you see certain songs that get popular on TikTok, they get stuck in your head. So yeah, it's it's not easy. Ironically, um, I've been posting things like Christian remixes on the internet. And so it's funny because some people might think like, oh, you're doing that for attention. But sometimes I do that for myself because like it's literally stuck in my head and yeah. I need to create a different version until I can move on. Um, and so, yeah, but I think for me, God has definitely called me to like steer away from it. I think it's difficult, uh, but it's a journey that I'm trying I made playlists for myself of just different Christian artists. But yeah, I think, you know, obviously I fall sometimes, you know, yeah. there was a once upon a time I went to certain concerts and it was fun at the time and then I get convicted afterwards. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's just a journey that we take over time. But yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, no, God. right there with you. Yeah, it definitely took like maturing. And the more I spent time with the Lord, the more I was like, Ooh, I feel convicted and I cannot, you know, suppress this feeling. Um, but what are some of your favorite artists? Like I actually kind of want to get a link to that playlist. So what are some of your favorite Christian hip hop artists? Yeah. Christian hip hop. I would say Holby. He's been killing it. He's really dope. 
Um, this is a dude named What Up RG. He's fire. Um, there's a girl named Portia Love. She's really dope. She's a female rapper. Um, there's a girl named Queen Lee. She doesn't have a lot of music out, but we have a song dropping soon together. So she's actually one of my favorite female rappers. So I'm excited for okay. her to get these songs out. Um, I think also I love R&B. So there's a dude named Stevie Rizzo. He's a great singer. Um, he's dope. But yeah, anybody on my playlist, I love them. I'm like, thank you. Please keep releasing music and keep going. I love it. I'm going to need to put the link to that playlist in like the show notes or something so we can all listen to it. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So what are just some things that you want to plug before we close out? Things that you're working on? I know you mentioned you have a podcast. Yeah. So um, I have a podcast called The Winner Circle. So it's me and my two managers, Aaron and Age, And it's cool because we just talk about what it's like to win, but through God's lens. So basically countercultural living, like we we're talking about today, um, which is really dope. And then also um, I have some new music on the way. So stay tuned. I have a new song called In the Light and also a new song called Steppin um, that are coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, can't wait to listen. So to close out, I actually want to ask you this last question. What would be your advice to any girl or anybody that's like, I really want to follow my dreams. I have this burning passion to do something in my life, but they're tempted to compromise to get there or they feel like they need to sell a part of their soul to get there. What would you say to that person? Yeah, I think I would say have a have a dream and enjoy the beauty of that, but don't let your desperation um, lead you into a trap. I actually have a story time. Oh, let's <laughs> hear it. Relates- yeah, give so it to us. Once one time, it's actually kind of serious. One time I accident not accidentally, well, one time I almost got involved in human trafficking, and yeah, and it was from the desperation of my dream. And so, praise the Lord that I got saved. This is actually in college, <gasps> but like. Literally, someone would have used my innocence against me. Literally, I was um, I was in a restaurant, and then I met these guys, and they were like, oh, we're music managers, and they had me rap for them, and they were like, oh, like, you're so good, and they were like, oh, my gosh, like, we're going to make you the star of all these different videos. Um, we just need you to meet us at this certain location and do these different things, but they kind of, like, were kind of sketch, and they had trap phones, so there were red flags, but I was so innocent at the time that, like, it wasn't clicking, but they were like, yeah, and you have any other friends who might want internships and stuff like that who are women? And like, so I could have almost been used too to like just give them other women's numbers to go meet them. But praise the Lord afterwards, I didn't follow them that night. And then also praise the Lord, like if you literally Google them, there's no ex- no trace of them, no nothing. And they were literally like pimps who were trafficking women who were going to use like my dream to be in music and to be a star against me. And like whenever they're saying language, like we're going to make you the star of videos, they were not talking about music videos. Oh, my God. So, yeah, which is so bad. It's so disgusting. And so, yeah, I would just say, like, don't let your desperation like blind you from red flags, because my spirit was saying, like, hey, there's something that seems kind of weird about these men. But also at the same time, my dream of being a rapper was like, but wait, maybe maybe there's a chance. And so, like, that's why I even Googled them. Because I was like, wait, but maybe maybe I can be a star. And so sometimes your desperation can lead you to compromise whenever the Holy Spirit is literally telling you like, no, don't do this. No, don't do this. And so even that, like, that's an extreme of like, literally, I could have been led into a detrimental situation because of a dream. So I would say my advice to women is have a dream, but honor the Lord while you're doing it. Um, If something requires you to compromise, like that's something that God wouldn't want for you. If he's giving you red flags, listen to those red flags and don't feel like, oh, I'm missing out and like I'm going to miss my time 
Like just know the Lord's timing is always the best time. So even if it looks like a great opportunity, but there's that extra dash of compromise, turn it down. Even if it takes another year, like that extra year is worth doing it the right way where you can have success that's with joy and no strings attached. Um, and you'll just totally be grateful that you were able to be successful God's way. Um, and yeah, I think I would definitely just say have patience and follow the Lord's plan for your life. Wait, that deserves this sound effect. <laughs> that was a freaking word right there. That is so crazy. I'm so glad you like trusted your spirit because I feel like that is everything that happens within even like the modeling industry, acting industry, anything. It's kind of like the get rich quick schemes or get famous fast schemes or the, the fast track. And the Bible is so clear about like, be careful and weary of the get rich quick schemes or the fast route, because it's usually deceiving. And man, it's so sad how people will bait your like dream in front of you to like use you or to get you to do something. And then the end you, you regret it. And so that is so crazy. Thank you for sharing. And I feel like I've seen that happen a lot in Hollywood of people promising things and over delivering. And it's really just to try to like use you or destroy you or do something. And mm -hmm. it actually reminds me a lot of in the Bible when Satan was like, look, sell your soul, worship me, bow down to me. And I will give you all the fame, the riches and the glory. And Jesus was like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> so thank you for sharing. That is so crazy. And that was such a word. Well, Wande, thank you so, so much for coming on Happy and Healthy. I am forever a fan. I'm in your corner. I love supporting you. Love giving you just an extra voice on my platform to just get to promote your music and what you're doing. And thanks for paving the way for other women and other female Christian rappers. And I'm excited to see just how God continues to use you. Yes, appreciate you, girl. And it was great being a part of the podcast today. Of course. Well, we will stay in touch on social media and have a great day. All right, that was today's episode with Wande. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Isn't she just the freaking best? She's funny, but man, she honors God with everything. I was really inspired by that. And I love to just see how humble she is. And so she's somebody I want to continue to support and to uplift. And I hope you guys will do the same. And I pray this what this episode was a blessing to you. If it was, please share on social media, um, on any platform. We love to repost any of your content and we love to just see what you guys are listening to and enjoying. And her story at the end, I'm like, Holy moly. It is so crazy how prevalent that is nowadays. So guys, girls, be careful. Keep your eyes open. Trust your spirit. Pray for extra discernment and do not let any little crusty, nasty man try to persuade you to do something that would compromise or cost you something. So be careful. People prey on young girls that are trying to chase a dream or whatever. And this world is sick and deceiving. So Ladies, please be careful. I love you guys too much. Um, and lastly, you guys, if you are ever open to donating to the podcast, we do a monthly Patreons where you basically can donate to the podcast. Believe it or not, the podcast really doesn't make that much money. So if you're thinking that we're rolling dough over here, 
we're not, but I do this because I love it and I love to bless you guys. I love to create resources that help you guys. Yes, this podcast makes some of a profit, but it's not nearly as much as you guys might think. Podcasts are not as profitable as you might think. So if you're ever feeling inclined to want to donate or donate monthly, not required, not at all a necessity, but something that we definitely appreciate. So the link is down below and I pray this episode bless you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I'll see you guys again next episode or next Tuesday for another episode. And uh, until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye guys.